0: Keep passing the open windows.
1: Just believe it's a bit of a lounge act, isn't it?
0: <laughs> you could totally you could totally do it that way.
1: Totally hey, absolutely.
0: Thank you very much. Try the be. I'm here all week.
1: <laughs> Don't stop me now I'm here. Dear friends will be friends. Don't lose your headlong. A human body language and father to son and daughter. Woo! Mike sure was busy coming up with song title mashups on social media yesterday, wasn't he? Nah, I blame Richard Hearn. Look, we passed the open windows last week, but we're talking defenestration. We're talking about Da Vinci and Rembrandt, but most of all, we're talking Queen.
2: Brand new angle, highly commendable.
0: Seaside Park with you. Seaside Park with you. <laughs> Seaside Park with you. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't know. What else you got? You got any other moves, man? Come on, give me
1: something. I don't know. What, what moves do you want? I, I don't have moves like Jagger, I can tell you that. You know, like an epileptic ostrich trying to fucking squeeze through a very narrow door. I don't got those moves.
0: Kevin, I'm pretty sure we're podcasting right now, and I would just like to mm-hmm. say that uh, moves like Jagger and like that someone thinks that that's good is... <laughs> like, what's happened? What's happened to this fucking world? Like, I mean, honest to goodness. Or honest to Christ, if if you prefer, mm-hmm. the, Mick Jagger couldn't dance his way out of a fucking wet paper bag, <laughs> and I mean, with with like tap shoes on, with pointy ends, and yet, he, you know, yeah. does he have Moxie? Yeah,
3: sure, yeah, yeah. He ca- he, called go... in, he called that off someone. He called that off someone around the back of a fucking pub and clap him, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the fact that anybody would think that. Mick Jagger moves in a cool way. I know. <laughs> don't fucking just don't fucking get it. <laughs> I honestly don't. No. You know, like InSync's got better fucking dance moves, right?
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, you listen. you know, you listen to the stones and watch in sync if yeah. that's your bag, but <laughs> well, definitely don't do either one of the, 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 the inverse, you know.
2: Uh, uh,
1: dear me. Well that's all very I, silly. Uh,
0: I, uh, uh, have a very good friend, uh, Jay, Jay Semko. And, uh, he was, he was telling me he saw the stones one time and I forget where it was, it was somewhere in Canada, maybe Toronto, but, but I'm not exactly sure. And I guess Keith came out and, uh, and he was playing the, the, the riff to whatever, whatever, some, you know, some famous song mm-hmm. they're opening up and he, he, he was kind of leaning backwards. And I guess he fell right fucking backwards. My oh, God! And the fucking had to go out there, and we kind of prop him back up. And you know, he was a little kind of shaken up for a while. And, you know, he just kind of went over by the drum by the drum riser with Charlie, and kind of, you know, do this song and kind of shook it off a little bit. Oh my god, he was, was so funny when I heard that. Oh I god, he <laughs> was just fucking rocking he, he just fell over backwards.
1: <laughs> I just love that Keith Stone, repeat Keith Stone send, send someone up to the yeah. stage right now. Keith yeah. is down. Should,
0: should we go? We go check on him? Yes, <laughs> fuck He's not getting up for fuck's sakes. I just wonder, oh. like, was he still was he still playing the hockey talk riff or whatever he was <laughs> or, <laughs> or, oh. or, or or did what's his face <laughs> and the, the new guy? Did Ronnie Wood fucking crack in there finish off the lick for him? Oh. <laughs> uh.
1: Stone. Repeat, Keith Stone. Send someone to the stage right now. Keith is down. Oh, Mick gets home. How so was the gig tonight? It wasn't very good. Keith fell over.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, good lord! I fucking paid to see that. Oh, my god. Oh, you think about that too. So even if Sam Coe saw him like thirty years ago, he was really old then. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a long time. Really old. I kind of think it was the Air Canada Centre in. in uh... In uh, in T dot City there yeah,
1: huh. well there you go. That's some storms chat for you folks right off the top for free. That's just a free addition to the show. You no know. no no
0: no, we're charging for that.
1: Are, are we? we? How much are we charging?
0: Well, I think so. I heard I heard somewhere on Twitter that people are like they're trying to fucking replace me, and they want to come on and fucking be on the show. <laughs> I'm um, more than a little. I'm more than a little fucking insulted. And so what I'm trying to get at here is if you want to be on the show. I will uh, put my email address up. You just send me a little bit of scratch and uh, you and Kev can chat the night away. All right. And uh, so, yeah. RandyWoodsBan (laughs) at (laughs) gmail.com.
1: It just wouldn't be the same without you, buddy. Oh, it would be better. We all know that. Would not. That's absolutely outrageous. Um, but you still haven't, um, you know, you, are just, dis- you are disappointing some people because you're not on the discord server yet. We have a discord server now, Randy. Another thing that I did without consulting you.
0: I know. I know. I heard that. I bet you fucking Corey Morris, that's probably on there right now. Just fucking rambling up and down. <laughs> eh? Corey is on, on
1: our discord server. Yes. <laughs> I told you. See? <laughs> See, he's a real friend. Well, we did have a, you know, just in case people are wondering what the hell we're doing in there. Um, anything we want to really. And uh, one of the I got, a, it was a really good question that Matt Greenham asked. And he said, he was asking like, um, he says, I got one for you. I realized a while ago that Queen have a huge number of songs that I think of as a pair like siblings. So here's a few to start you off. So was it all worth it? The show must go on, breakthrough and headlong, lazy on a Sunday afternoon, good old fashioned lover boy. So That led to a really nice discussion about pairs of Queen songs. So, you know, there's there's extra stuff going on. In the discord that's what I'm saying and there's some good people in there so it's mostly all the people who already commenting on our stuff so we' know, you know which is which is good so that's our little uh seaside family Randy those are the people that I like
0: it is yeah they're good folks they're good they folks. good folks I do find uh, I do find you know we're, we're it's we're kind of all over the fucking ice like maybe we should have a uh a, a reddit fucking subreddit too I mean I don't know
1: is that something one can do can you just start a subreddit for a podcast absolutely oh we can all right
0: I there don't is like already Reddit,
1: though. They're, they're main on Reddit, Randy.
0: There's already a Queen subreddit.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. There is. Oh, that's right. You showed me someone had commented on the I think Lap Pods, right? We was talking about that. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah. And quit. then somebody
0: actually had a, a super great um uh photoshop of Freddie as well, Freddy, Freddie, you know, in, in like his stage gear, mm-hmm. and then Freddie kind of like wearing a, I don't know, like a sweater or something with his kind of arm around, and it said, the caption was, this is, you know, Freddie Mercury and Freddie Mercury of Queen. So it was, it was really quick. <laughs> if I can find it again, I'll, I'll post it. That's
1: yeah, you should, you should post it up first. On the social medias.
0: Oh, the media
1: and all its socialness. Here we are. Well, that's where we should Content head. Content creators. That's where, we should, that's where we should head, Randy. We should head over to Twitter mm. and talk about not last week's poll, because we didn't fucking record last week. Yeah, I know. Um, so the week before sport seems like a distant memory. Do you even remember the song? I do. Yeah. Keep keep passing the open window. Uh, I remember it. I remember how it goes. So you remembered last week's song, Randy. That's you know, I'm I'm impressed, old bud. You know, you're you're getting you're you're getting there. Getting where?
2: There on the stair. Where on the stair, right there. A little mouse with clogs on. Well
0: I declare
1: on the stairs
0: oh yeah I like the looks of those teenagers over there are you, are you insinuating that i'm old
1: i'm not insinuating i'm stating it outright fucking hell buddy is this gonna be content it's gonna be contentious record this and i think we're, we're setting them for a bit of a
0: and I, I would i would maintain for somebody of your size you're pretty fucking lippy <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm sprightly. Well, I'm not sprightly at the moment. Actually, that's a complete and utter lie. What's the opposite of sprightly? Lumpy. I'm lumpy <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> okay. Do you remember how you voted on last week's poll? I keep passing the open windows. Not last week, the week before.
0: But what, uh, what I guessed for the poll, mm-hmm. no, I, you know, no, I don't. I don't. It's, no, I don't. Not a fucking clue.
1: So, well, you, you read out the results and then I'll tell you how we both fared.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing here, Kevin Brown. You want me to read the results now at this time? 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, so I'll tell you what, I'm going to get to it. Uh, the poll results for, this is queen seaside pod review here. (laughs) Uh, and the song was keep passing the open windows and it was a champion at 74.1 and biting the dust at 25.9. I wonder, did I say 75?
1: You said 75, 25. You said, because you went first and that's exactly what I would have said. So I went 80, 20. And I mean, either way, I don't think I would have got, you know, unless I've gone literally sort of 74, <laughs> you have me all ends up my friend. So yeah. Brilliant. So Well well done. I'm doing a round Brilliant. of applause there. People can't thanks, see this, I'm man. doing a round oh. of applause for Andy.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Nice golf clap. I appreciate that. I really do. You know what? Uh, Ian Winnicke says this, uh, the works is not an album I visit very often of my own free will. I like that, but it's a th- occasionally thrust upon him. But, uh, but this song is better than I remembered. However, it's not something I would ever put on a playlist or play an unbeliever. So it's dust pile again. I'm afraid. Some of us have high standards. <laughs> and then he's got got the uh, the Freddie Mean with the with the uh, the lyrics. Another one cleans the dust. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and uh, Alex Small, he says, Freddie's singing sad and melancholic. I've always loved it despite the criticism. And Brian is ace throughout, just so melodic. Champion on any day with a Y in it. Why? I'm not sure.
1: PJ says, it's catchy, but so is the flu. Another one bites the dust. And I did catch the flu last week. I slept most of the last fucking week on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Ian uh, e. Ling says, by stepping out, are we talking John Lennon's track, or are we talking the Joe Jackson song, which was quickly resolved? We are, of course, talking, or we're talking about the Joe Jackson song. That's right. Uh, our, friend, our pal Ruddy John Rutherford, says, uh, the works was my first Queen album, a Christmas present from my grunny. Uh, I remember disliking this track for years. However, I revisited it a few years ago, and I found that I'm really fond of it. It'll never be playlist, but it scrapes through as a champion. Fucking hell, MOTP. MOTP. I- Oh, yeah. man on the prowl won't get the same fate. I think,
3: I think like... you should
0: keep that in because I'm not the only one that struggles with the fucking those... Th- what, I blanked
1: word? for a second. <laughs> 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 Alright, I'm leaving it in then. Fuck it.
0: Black Pie says, a hidden gem. As Rob M. said, a natural partner to hard life. Dynamics, real piano, everyone in fine form. Could see this fitting in on a Mr. Bad Guy album too. Would go on my playlist of songs that should have been singles if I could be arsed to make such a thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, sounds like my playlist. <laughs> uh, there isn't one. Um, and then Leighton Brown says, sings along. <laughs> Keep skipping this bullshit show. <laughs> and this meme of the do- <laughs> of the
2: dogs that one bites the dust
0: <laughs> is one of my favorites. Uh, and I do believe I've even used it myself. So thanks, like. Ugh.
2: Top Laden cooks. Top laden swings. He's got the look. Woo! Top Laden, He's the king.
1: <laughs> Lynn Davidson at Lily Rice says, I'm guessing you might be surprised by the voting on this. There might be less enthusiasm than you expect. That said, I think it's a champion. It grabbed me right away and it hasn't let go. Yeah, I think I, I pretty much always liked this song too. Um, don't remember any sort of times where I thought, that's eh, it's a bit weak, but yeah, I've always liked it. Uh, Paul Walby off says, voted champion. It did think initially of slightly dusting, but it is a good song and deserves to be a champion. The works as a whole doesn't have any dust on it, so a champion album too. Well, we are going to disagree on that, Paul. We've already covered, you know, we've already dusted one song on the album. It was the last song. It was the Cheese Fest, so <laughs>
0: dusty cheese, dusty cheese. <laughs> It's nothing worse than cheese. That's dusty. <laughs> uh, our good friend Paul Bradbury says, "I'd never noticed a similarity to stepping out, and now it's all I can think of." <laughs> <laughs> Open windows is a great song, comfortably a champion among some very questionable album tracks. Though I share Randy's dislike of the drum sound. Yeah, I think I think we can all. I think that's. Uh, I think we can all agree on that
1: yeah and paul is a drummer also himself so you know that that's i think that's of course you know drummers always tune in on well, i don't really like that or, i don't like of this course. and get nitpicky about it so
0: you're just sitting there being a complete dick well and you know like uh, the, uh and maybe i've said this before but the snare is such a important part of yeah this the, the sound of an album the sound of a band the sound of an era and you know so getting that right is is hard and uh, sometimes not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa wait, wait wait wait
1: wait wait it's hard and sometimes not easy
0: oh yeah that's right yes that's right so what i'm trying to say is sometimes it's difficult and it can also be challenging or if you'd like further description sometimes it not be good to do but it turn out bad how's that is that good you're very silly Lisa Malloy says, I coughed up a little dust ball. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a cat, Lisa? (laughs) (laughs) Never liked it, never will, and I prefer Joe Jackson's stepping out. Well, yeah, interesting, because I probably do too. Fair enough.
1: Uh, Steve at Queen Rock says, brilliant song by Freddie with everyone firing on all cylinders. Freddie is so uplifting and empowering, it's hard to believe the same guy wrote Don't Try Suicide. Anyway, thought I'd share a home demo of Freddie on piano at home. Let's have a quick wee listen to some of this, Randy. What's have a... Yes, please. That's so what Mr. Mercury came up with on it at home. <laughs>
0: huh? Here's the lick.
1: Yeah. It's funny here, it's like all those little home demos and things like, yeah, I just don't want those coming out. <laughs> they don't want you to hear no. the, when it was in its slick, you know.
0: No, there's a reason why they don't release
1: them. Uh, Stephen Ursell says the best parts are the intro and the bridge. The song is well constructed, but it never catches fire and lacks authentic emotional punch, despite the subject matter. I want to like it more, but I just don't feel it. Tickbox Queen is too harsh, but there you go, I've said it now. Well, I think Steven's dusted it. Um, Matt Greenham says I can't really fault this song On anything specific but it just does nothing For me and it's a skipper Late era Mercury songs are very hit and miss Dust Man, yeah. more, more dust than champion at the moment aren't
0: we Yeah we are I've noticed you've already been uh, pronouncing Matt's last name Wrong for
1: the last time Oh sorry questions. how did I pronounce it there did I say Greenham Yeah oh sorry Matt Greenham
0: There you go now you're getting it <laughs> Jim C at Curtis Sparkles Says, it's 80s Queen. It's on an album with Break Free. (laughs) It's, (laughs) wait a minute. This is fucking good. Totally ripped off the piano from stepping out, but whatever. I'm only really discovering these songs on this podcast because from flash on, I never bothered with Queen. Win. Hey, there we go. Look at us. Uh, Keep on passing the open windows Vista. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I skipped right over Vista.
1: (laughs) Fucking Vista. I mean, the only thing worse than Vista was fucking 98 ME, the Millennium Edition. Yeah, that was. That was awful. They should have just called that windows fucking herpes. It was just dreadful.
0: They should have just stopped at windows seven and called her a fucking day. Anyhow, Nikki, midwife, Nikki. I love this song. The works was my first foray into Contemporary Queen. Loved every moment of it. It led me to their earlier work. Yes, there's a difference, but this is the open window I didn't pass. Instead, I jumped into Queen from here. Did I say it was a champion? No, you didn't, uh, Nikki. Champion. That's what she says. Mm. There you go. I done did it.
1: Well, you know how defenestration is the act of throwing someone out of a window? I -hmm. wonder what... Is it just fenestration? when you throw someone in a window, when you jump in a window, is that is that just fenestration? You know what, Ian, Ian, anywhere, any of any of our writer friends, tell us what they rob or Owen or anyone, just tell us what the the opposite is.
0: Okay, well, hang on a second. So, I got to be completely honest with you. So, what's the, what's the word for throwing somebody out the window?
1: Defenestration.
0: That's great. It's the That's
1: act sweet. of literally is the act of throwing someone out the window. And what amuses me about that word is they needed this was going on so much at one point in history mm. that they needed a word for it.
0: Yeah, like. Just uh, he got thrown out the window, wasn't good enough,
1: <laughs> just wasn't cutting it anymore.
0: <laughs> or, or possibly the English needed a word for what happened to people when they
1: criticized Putin. What a, what a cunt that man is.
2: Anyway,
1: mob Raha rules. Um, our friend Rob Marr says, This has always been a champion piece to It's a Hard Life for me. Uh, it's not as good, but It's a Hard Life is easily the best song for Eddie Ross in the eighties, so it's hardly a fair comparison. Still, it's always going to be evocative of the time in which I heard it champion. It's a good point, And I mean when we we haven't done It's a Hard Life yet, and I think you probably know that one, I would imagine. And when you listen to them together just sonically, they do sort of they do dovetail reasonably well. Right on. Andy Hall at Andy Hall Radio says, one of the strengths of Queen's Get Right album, reincorporating piano, even if it is very similar to "Stepping Out, and some dramatic cinematic elements which harken back to the band's Hey, Hey, Hey day. I like that. Underrated gem, champion for me. I like that too, that calling the works the Get Right album, you know, because they obviously went and did Hot Space, and it's like, well, I think we probably should go back to a little bit more
0: to the uh, guitar-based, right.
1: crunchy rock and roll sort of stuff here than, you know, so yeah, Get, get right. right. I like that. It's a good way of putting it. All right. Uh,
0: Pete. At uh, Pete Min 70 says, Champion, love that Joe Jackson style piano. It's a great tune, one of Freddie's best 80s efforts. And uh, Chrissy at The Waters of Love, Champion, as someone who has contemplated suicide many times and attempted it once, the lyrics hit me pretty fucking hard. It helps when it's backed by the most sparkling of piano synth and wicked bass line. Freddie is so emotive here, too. It's always been a champion. Thanks for that, Chrissy. And thanks for uh, sharing your, your story. That's, uh, that's cool, man. Music has, uh, a lot of, a lot of powers for, you know, to, to make us feel good and, yeah. And, uh, you know, stay safe.
1: Yeah. And if anyone out there is, you know, if anyone's struggling, remember, just speak to someone, call someone, call the Samaritans. Don't, you're not, you're not alone. Um, even though you might feel like that sometimes, so if you ever get to that point where you're considering something like that, please don't. And just, just talk to someone. Uh, Rob Patton says, Freddie is using the piano in the 80s. Such rarity alone makes it a champion. For all do their elements working in its favor. Not the best track on the album, but it's a very solid number. Keep up the great work, lads. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. And also fuck you, Rob. Yeah,
0: yeah. he's right. So nice of you, Rob. Thanks. Go fuck yourself. I've, des-
1: I've decided that, that's the, um, that that should be the ecclesiastical response. You know, it's like the, and yeah. also with you thing. And yeah, also yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah,
0: yeah, and also fuck you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um Alice's dad, Barry John Williams, says, for a long time, this was a skipper for me. At some point, I got bored of this song and just kept auto-skipping it. Today was the first time in over 20 years I've listened to it, and I have to say, why the fuck did I skip this? It's a champion. I need to do a Queen Marathon. It's so hmm. funny how that happens with, album, with, with catalogs here, where you go back and you, you oh, just yeah. sort of, th- you think, I don't really like that song, and then you go back with, well, in 20 years or 10 years or a fresh edition, year of years, and you go, I that's a really good song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dieter, My Chameleon Days. It's a weird one for me. Initially, I didn't like it and more or less forgot the song completely. I still don't really like the intro, but once the band gets going, the whole song takes off. The champion. Yeah. Yeah, Nice, Dieter. Queen Rocks at Queen Rocks AU. Catch up. Funster Champ. Wild (laughs) Wind Dust. Uh, As for... Keep... Keep... Passing... Um, The... Yeah, okay, take that out. Give me this yeah. one. I'll yeah. give you one. As for Keep Passing the Open Windows, mildly dusty. The verses in the bridge are decent, and I love Brian's trademark work all over this track. But the piano motif and the chorus melody are a bit dull and repetitive. The production is lifeless, and the song overstays its welcome. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's some good points. The, the production, it, it could use a little more flair, and, and it, it is repetitive. But, yeah.
1: All, all fair points. Look, it's all subjective. No one's going to get angry with you when you're wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, Andrew Holloway true. says, not a favorite of mine. It sounds slightly out of place on the album. I think I read somewhere that it was written for a TV film that may or may not have been made. And we, we covered that. It um, mm-hmm. ended up being, you know, it's actually rejected. Um, but it was written for whatever that fucking Hotel something or the right? Was the movie? Yeah, yep,
0: yep. that's exactly right. Hotels fucking something, yeah. Maybe it was the title that was really not going to do it for them. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe we should, if we ever go into the hotelier business, Randy, that's what we should call it. Hotel fucking something. Hotel fucking something. That's a good <laughs> name. It's going to be a big sign, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Prime <laughs> Jive Bunster says, Champion, one of my very favorite Queen non-singles. The melody is fantastic and the whole band is locked in, and my goodness, Freddie sings the hell out of it. Over five minutes long, and I love every second of it. So there you go. Those are the side of the coin, right?
0: Dominic Pierce, a good, but not great song. Love the piano, but the lyrics just don't do it for me. One of my least favorites on the works. If any other band had produced this, it would have been one of their greatest hits. But this is Queen. (laughs) The bar (laughs) is set so much higher. Not in my top 50. So dust. Uh, Yeah. Thanks, Dominic. And uh, Brian Carozier says, it's a filler and an album chock full of them. (laughs) The works has three great tunes on it uh RGG what is that one Kev
1: Radio Gaga uh
0: and IHL is it's a hard life I, it's a hard life and machines yeah uh some lovely guitar on this but it's not enough it's a hard life's less able cousin skip it dust it <laughs> there Brian just said fuck you and he fucking put her to bed
1: <laughs> Abby says oh god oh god embarrassing memory of trying to argue to my A level um, English literature teacher, that the lyrics mirror the plight of Wiley Lawman in *Death of a Salesman*.
0: Oh God! Tweet of the
2: week, tweet of the week, tweet of the week.
1: You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I'm highbrow enough to have ever read or seen *Death of a Salesman* because I haven't, Randy. And if I had, I'd fucking tell you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Kev, hey, how do you know if somebody's run a marathon?
1: Don't I'll worry. I'll fucking well tell you. I'll fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Tom Borgia says, not, Aristotle says, the whole is not greater than the sum of its parts. Some good moments, but it drags. Drums are the noise that annoy. And we mean to go on and on and on and on. We are the, oops, wrong song. And another one gone and another one gone. And another one bites the dust. He's dusting this fucking song. Hmm. Verbosely. That's yeah. a boss dusting. He's
0: going on and on about it, yeah. <laughs> on and on and on.
1: <laughs> Shane Wilkes. Not too sure. If Shane's. Has he yeah, this... come to before? Maybe new.
0: A long-time listener, first-time caller, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, it says, whoa, that stepping out ripoff!" Uh, smiling and laughing emoji. I've always liked you passing the open windows. Great track. Yeah, I agree, Shane. Uh,
0: Aaron Mullen says, used to be an album skipper for me, along with Machines, but now love for them both. Uh, guitar and vocals, from there. Piano, guitar, and vocals all help lift the song to amongst one of Queens, a best non-single tracks of the 80s. Champ, of course. Thank you, Aaron. And Blair, rah. 1998. <laughs> now I'm not sure if it's 1998. I'm just going to assume that. I usually vote before listening to the pod, so you don't influence my vote. I have voted on this from my memory, and I have dusted as 80s cheese. <laughs> listening today, I've changed my mind. It's a champion. <laughs> and you know what? There's more than one person that that has said that and stated that that they decide before they listen to us. Yeah. And uh, I, I have to say, I, I really quite like that because, uh, especially if if uh, if somehow or other we've managed to. To convince you to listen to it maybe a slightly different way.
1: And especially if it's changed you from dust to champion. Because you know, the other way where I don't really want to turn anyone off a song ever, but <laughs> I know it does happen, but
0: Well, well, yeah.
1: Okay, over on the Facebook. That's um that's another social media platform, Randy. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with it. Ooh, Facebook. Hmm. Is that mm-hmm. new? Newish. It's about, I don't know, like fourteen,
0: fourteen years or oh. something. But just one second, let's just say somebody developed a platform like this and became so rich that you decided to build yourself your own secret bunker in Hawaii. Is that the kind of thing that would happen with something like this?
1: Oh, indubitably. Absolutely. Oh, good, good. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Our pal Sean McGuinity from the Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast says, At first, I wasn't clear on how I felt about this song, but as the groove carried me, I realized this ain't half bad. I guess I'll have to champion this one. Despite the wet trash bag sound on those drums, this isn't a half bad song. And Kev breaking down the lyrics elevated this a little bit higher now. Better than a good song, it might be great. Tony, Tony the Tiger reference there. Eh? Yeah, he's going full Tony on you. Yeah, thanks, Sean.
0: I hate Winnipeg.
1: Richard Stott says opposite experience to last week. Saw what song it was and immediately thought. Oh, it's one of the also rounds from the works. I'll be dusting this and suspect Kevin Randy will too. Then I listened to the episode and realized I'd forgotten how good a song it actually is. Not top tier, but a genuine good listen. I also never noticed how much it resembles stepping out by George Jackson, but had previously noted that the bass line sounds like a faster version of a kind of magic. Another great episode. Genuinely look forward to a new one every Thursday. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Richard. And we always and very generally always like look forward to your your comments as well.
0: Flattery will get you everywhere. Patrick McCarthy says, you turned the song around for me. I think uh, I had dismissed it early on as a bit of cheese fest a la Friends Will Be Friends. But there's uh, plenty of cool stuff going on. Those ringing piano notes evoke bursts of light through the gloom. Shame about that wet newspaper. <laughs> yeah, it really is, Patrick. Uh, Leslie Grant says, and uh, do you, should I say that the, the trigger warning what she wrote? Or should I just go by that?
1: skip by that because I am going to put one at the top because it's, it's just, you should do that these days. I mean, you know. I guess. Yeah. Just, even just the optics of it, so
0: yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, Leslie Grant says, you know me as Les C.I. on the other place. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but 280 characters aren't enough to talk about my deep connection with this track. Simply put, I would not be on this planet today. Age 16, 17 in early 1991, I was, dist- discovering, I was discovering Album Queen after the release of Innuendo. I was also having mental health issues, uh, depression specifically, but thought uh, that was how life was for everyone. I really didn't want to be here anymore and thought about taking my own life. Keep passing the open windows. Help me stop taking that step. Back. Hang on a second here. Right. Keep passing the open windows. Help me stop taking that step. And with the help from family and medication, I got through it and climbed out of that dark pit of despair. Even today, it's my go-to record when things get a bit rough and reminds me that this too will pass. The volume gets turned up, as my fellow Queen Potter say, I, P, Q, L, and then for my benefit, she says, <laughs> play Queen loud, Randy. On a lighter note, I love the piano, bass, Freddie, Brian, Roger, and John on this champion track. And uh, thank you so much, Leslie, for,
1: for sharing it. Most appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to hear that you're, you're doing better. Um, Steve Pepin, Omen, Steve Peppiny Stevie? You know, I don't know what you're going to, to go by today. Steve, like, Steve. Let's Steve, Yeah, like, Steve, yeah. Yeah. We, just update it on Facebook, Steve. It's going to S- make it so much easier.
0: Steve.
1: <laughs> like some of the commenters, I was beforehand convinced I would be dusting this. However, from the first note onwards, I thought, hell no, this is a motherfucking champion. Why didn't I hear this before? I guess that's because of the works. This song just doesn't fit between Break Free and Hammer to Fall. On its own, a true champion. Thanks again, guys. What an awesome episode. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate your your kind words. And it's funny about album sequencing here, because that does, if you don't get the sequencing right, it, it can take you out of the mood, and then one song can sound weaker, or you might not like it just because of where it is on an album. I've had that with loads of albums.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Michael J. Smith says, haven't listened to the episode yet, but this is a champion for me. Love the melody and the feel of this song. In fact, I like the sound of the whole works album as a whole. So there's someone who doesn't mind the production on the works. Nice.
0: Uh, Nick Crofts says hidden gem for me. Very catchy track, great structure and good production on this one. What's not to love about it? Yeah. Well, I guess if you're listening to the episode, Nick, you'll, you'll find what people, <laughs> people say. <laughs> Serena Shemecka says, yes. I absolutely love this track. Always have. The piano work is good. The lyrics are brilliant. This would be on my queen mixtape if I had one that is <laughs> champion. Yeah, well, yeah, Scott just go out and get yourself and get yourself an old cassette player. Get yourself a tape. hmm Start recording, you know? There's nothing stopping us.
1: James Lawrence says, always love this song. The works is a fantastic album. Needs the box set treatment, as there are some solo songs that were originally planned for it. In brackets, according to the recent Peter Hintz book. And that's something, you know, within the, the fandom we've been speculating on because they did that weird release of Machines. Um, and it is 2024, so it is, it's an anniversary for the works. It's 40 years. So we're all crossing our fingers that we get a box set and we hear those songs. Um, Annika Kokenan says, champion, of course, Freddie's piano song. I've always loved this and it has been a constant earworm through the years, even on times of my life when I haven't listened to that much Queen. During the last couple of years, the title has also been topical due to reading from the news about the defenestrations in Russia. So that's throwing back to what you were saying. Wow. We've got more defenestration coming in.
0: That's what a great word.
1: (laughs) Uh, Russell Watkins says, Champion, great deep cut from the works album. Real treat to hear Freddie playing piano on an 80s track. Lovely guitar work through to out. And yeah, man, we missed Freddie on the piano. We really did.
0: Yeah, man. He he was so good. Uh, Brian Delaney says, Champion for me, Love the message on the track. To me, it comes across as genuine and not self-serving. Underrated song, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, thanks, Brian. And a Suzanne Morris. Oh, my, all these years, and I never twigged. Mm -hmm. I love Joe Jackson, too. I don't know what it is about the song, but I've always loved it. The Works is a great album, and I was lucky to have been to the Birmingham show on the Works tour. Fantastic memories. A no-brainer. Champion for me. And yes, I do say it like that. And that, what's that what's it That, in that must to? be
1: in reference to something we said on the episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, so were, were you, I were you saying
0: that? were we uh, were we saying S- Susan? Because I called her Suzanne. To me, it looks like a Suzanne, not a Susan.
1: Uh, oh maybe right, we were saying okay.
0: maybe we were saying Susan. Oh, but geez. it's definitely it's gotta be Suzanne. Uh Sue? Let us know. <laughs> Mole,
3: we'll
1: <We're> call him <laughs> Mo. Last name's Morris. Mole from now on.
0: <laughs> no, just just
1: a bunch of fucking snakes wriggling around. Anyway, Alan Dubny <laughs> says, not, not, not a classic champion, but champion nonetheless. Realise I hadn't heard it for ages a couple of weeks ago. Wasn't mad about it in 84, but having not been overplayed to death like the hits on the works, I would go to this and Machines before any other track. For me, it has so many Queen sound parts in it. There's one part towards the end where I get total goosebumps. I sent the song with lyrics to a friend who's been through a tough time of late. I do think it's an uplifting song. I prefer the verses to the chorus and I do think maybe it goes on a bit too much. A bit like me. <laughs> in my top three from The Works. Cheers, guys, for all you do. Thanks for always uh, engaging. Uh, Alan, you're a, you're a blast. You're a good man, and we like riding the river with you. <laughs> Ruth says, The Works is such an amazing album. I underestimate it every time. Then somebody brings my attention to it, and I am again impressed by the sheer amount of great songs on this album. All songs, yes, even Is This the World We Created A Champs For Me. So, is the open MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> and i would made the joke there Ronnie. That, that we've already talked about uh, Millennium Edition and I said that you know open windows it was about a 50-50 chance you know? <laughs> it, it just might not open it might not fucking start you never know <laughs> okay Ronnie, that's the social media stuff done we're all good now it's that time of the evening that we look forward to the most um, before we get to spinning the wheel though we gotta we gotta sort of you know, manifest. We've got to to try and get the wheel to bring forth something that we want to listen to. So is there anything at all that you're thinking that you might like to listen to on this fine, and may I say increasingly warming, January evening?
0: I do. You know, what I've been thinking about, and I've been thinking about this because we've been gone for a couple of weeks, is the next song I'd like to hear that we do on this podcast be like a, maybe like a queen song.
1: (laughs) Okay. Anyway, anyone in particular or just a queen song?
0: Oh, oh, you want me to narrow it down? Fuck. (laughs) Okay, well how about how about just any one of the biggest big ass hits that everybody's sick of? And they always say, "Oh, you know, I know it's a good song, but it's been so overplayed." Any one of those, how about that? Oh, you're talking,
1: you're talking about this one here that I'm yeah, highlighting.
0: Yeah, sure. Bo rap or 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 <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a truckload of them, right? There's there so are. many of them that are played constantly. And I know, I know I've said this before because I work a lot of sporting events. I hear a lot of We Will Rock You. It's like, yeah, geez, that's a good song that I would like to maybe not hear quite as often. <laughs>
1: good job we already did that one. Yes. Like fucking that's what I'm talking about. That, kind of,
0: that kind of stuff's what I'm talking
1: all about. All right. Well, before I, uh, before I tell you my manifestation, I'm going to read some of the manifestations out from our Discord server because people have been manifesting what they want to hear. Um, Chrissy says she'd like either Mustafa, Ray Must Fall, or Calling All Girls. Rob Hatton wants to hear march the Black Queen. Chrissy wants to hear father to son. Uh, let me, what else we get? Uh, <laughs> the Moonlit Knight asked what the fuck is manifestations, which was quite funny. Um, <laughs> Rudy Rutherford. I really need to hear Randy and Kev talk about machines. I'm manifesting this one hard. Does that sound wrong? And Corey Morissette. I've pal Corey. You know Corey, right? You know, you know uh, Corey, Randy?
0: Yeah, Corey Morissette. Yeah. Uh, Never met him
1: yet. He, yeah, that, that could be a line in a song, that, Randy. Yeah, um, anyway, he wants to. He wants to hear Brighton Rock. Brighton Rock. Brighton Rock. And mm. no, Matt Greenham. The aforementioned you, Matt Greenham. It,
0: you're finally getting back to pronouncing his, <laughs> his name right.
1: But you I might stop you kind of, listening if I keep doing you this.
0: M- yeah, but you've, you're missing a bit of that original twang you had. Greenham, you Matt Greenham. Go. There you go. <laughs> Matt just going, oh, you fucking asshole!
1: Well, he wants to listen to the Millionaire Waltz. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm also going to manifest a Millionaire Waltz. I think I've manifested that one before. We definitely didn't get it, but I'm going to manifest it again.
0: You manifest it so again? I wonder if they uh, you know, wonder if it's a twelve, a thirteen bar boogie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's obvious we're going to make it. I mean, we're the only band
2: I know that can play a thirteen bar boogie. I mean, all we've got to do is make a record
1: and sell it. Well, it isn't. (laughs) But let's let's see what we get here, Randy. We're spinning and spinning. Oh, no, hang on. Oh, okay. Well, after last week's episode, this is somewhat ironic that we've uh, spun this song up. What are we talking about tonight, Randy? The irony is indeed ironic.
0: Don't try suicide. The game. Yeah. Um,
1: this will be interesting. This is going to be an interesting episode. Um, we'll definitely yeah. have some, some good discussion about this song. Um, I assume that you know this one really quite well because you know the game, right? So
0: Never heard it. Oh, I'm just joking. Yes, I'm very, very familiar
3: with
1: the song. But we aren't familiar with the recording process, the background, some of the inside scoop on Don't Try Suicide. So right about now, we usually do something, Randy, that you're going to tell the people about in three, two, one.
0: Do your own research!
1: In a world where queen facts matter, two men, one tall, one not tall, will scour the internet relying mainly on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Kevin Brown, Randy Woods in Seaside Pod Review.
0: All right, Kev, here. So we have uh, Don't Try Suicide, written by Mr. Freddie Mercury. And it comes in around uh, 3 minutes 52 seconds. So all the usual suspects playing all the usual instruments recorded in Munich at Musicland Studios between February and May in 1980. Kev, you were a wee boy. Uh, and so was I. And so Queen of the Songs says here, with its somewhat grim title, Don't Try Suicide, is a snapshot of black humor written by Freddie Mercury or his former lover, David Minns, who attempted suicide after the breakup in 78. The uh, rejected lover testified bitterly to the end of their re- relationship, saying that the band's lawyer rang me up and told me that my relationship with Freddie was over. And could he please have a letter for me stating that I would not make any claims against Freddie, financial or otherwise, or go to the press? And in my honor, he later wrote the song, Don't Try Suicide. How sweet of him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess now is a little more, uh, maybe a little dicey topic. Um, But I think maybe it was meant in in a dark, humorous Yeah. Action.
1: And we'll get, obviously, once we've gone through it and talked about it, we'll decide. You know, for ourselves whether we think it's ill well, it was ill judged humor or whether it was, you know, black humour is is important and I think it is it's good to laugh at dark things, but you know, there are boundaries with everything and, and boundaries of taste, so we'll 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 get to all that. I did notice you, Randy, that I was looking, I think, on the the Peds, on the Wikipedes, mm-hmm. Um never never played live. Oh, never played this one live. And act again, it's one of those you can sort of see why, like it doesn't doesn't group how do you fit that into a queen set? You know, would you put that? Do you put it with the rockers, do you put it with the ball It doesn't really go anywhere, right?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a bit of a kind of a bit of a one-off, I suppose. And mm-hmm. uh now I have not heard this for eons, but as we were discussing offline, it is a bit of a fifties sort of style number in in, in the course. So maybe it mm-hmm. just didn't suit what uh what what they were doing. You know, what do you do in, in a queen concert when you have such a, a large catalog? Well, you, yeah. you play the You play the good stuff.
3: Well, here we go. Let's play the good stuff. Or this stuff. The stuff that we've got. Let's play that.
0: Yeah. We're not saying whether it's good or bad. Not yet.
2: One, two, three, four, one. Yeah.
1: so we were talking a little bit before we you know before we start listening about the the comparison to walking on the moon and you can totally hear it now right because we were yeah. saying you, you couldn't because if you don't remember that little bit it's like, well, yeah fuck it, it. they're totally that's what they're doing there
0: honestly man i have no idea how long it's been since i heard the song but mm-hmm. i was just going to say that uh you know to my ear it certainly sounds like a p bass uh that he's playing <laughs> and, and uh and probably some fresh strings and does it ever sound good Sounds amazing.
1: A P-Bass. What's a P-Bass? Precision Bender. Oh, Oh, okay. Ah, there you go. See, Randy's acronyms. I don't know. There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the
0: GFY Brown.
1: Okay. (laughs) Again, though, the the whole, the game just sounds fucking fabulous, but it's just, it's such a good sounding album sonically that yeah, not a bad track of it in that regard so
0: yeah and, and you know we've I know we've just heard uh, just a few moments of this but even Brian's uh, Brian, Brian's jingly jangly guitar there mm-hmm. with all that verb and delay Ooh. <laughs> don't do that don't don't
2: don't don't do that you gotta
1: So, I mean, you know, again, we'll, I think what we should probably do is just leave the lyrics to the end and then we'll get into the sort of the local content at the end and just maybe just listen to this sonically and, and listen to the different parts. Just the melody, listen to all the instruments. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I like that. It's, it's the light and dark piece, right? That You know, you again, I always point to people on this when you, if, if it's a dark subject matter, one of the ways you can sort of make it that work in a song is to put this really light, bouncy yeah. music behind it. And your song, Aunt Jemima, it's a brilliant example of that, which is a song about you know a guy who's murdered his wife and fucking buried her in the ba- in the basement, with, and is worried about being caught. So that, but it's over top of this really sort of upbeat R and B thing. It really works, and I think that yeah, that's why I always you know I grew up liking this song. I mean, I'll show my hand there. I I grew up really liking this song, and there's a couple of stupid yeah. reasons for it as well. And I didn't get all the connotations at seven, eight, nine, ten years old, but of course. I mean musically, I, the transition to the chorus is. fucking great with those big you know roger's snare you're talking about bad snare sounds the snare here sounds fantastic
0: it's a it's a big ass snare but it sounds (laughs) it sounds really really good and yeah the the the, the bass uh, yeah just the whole production to me is top fucking tier love it
1: and it's lean too right there's no fucking fat anywhere on this song at all
0: no no there's no fat there's no fucking synth fucking playing a High note to hold us over, or you know, you just
2: yeah, easy way out. Think you gonna slash your wrist, it's time. baby. When you do it, all you do is get on my tits. Don't do that, try, 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 baby. Don't do that. You got a good thing going now. Don't do it, don't. Do
1: So I, I will say, I just one quick comment just on the lyrics and it's not a sort of an exploration of whether the song is good or bad, but when Freddie Mercury sang Tits in a song and I was allowed to listen to it as a young man, it was very titillating, Randy. I quite liked it. as yes, well.
0: I was gonna say it's it's interesting uh you can hear roger's kick there Mm -hmm. essentially keeping time uh is it ever small hey he's just he's like the tap in a tiny little box yeah beyond that it's (laughs) it's great it's great
1: but that's that's the right production choice right because in this song it's this isn't radio gaga it's not you know a big beefy kind of heavy rock song you need that kick drop back a little bit you don't want it fucking booming all over the place or do you
2: Time. A little bit of tension, you got it. Need some affection, you got it. Hey, suicide, suicide, suicide bit. Suicide, suicide, suicide bit. Suicide, suicide, suicide.
1: There's so much cool stuff going on there, and again, we're not talking about yeah. the, the lyrics or anything. But there's so many cool things in that little, the little of section. Some of the, the vocal additions that Freddie adds in there
0: answers and
1: yeah Roger's hi-hat sounds fucking gorgeous it sounds mm-hmm. so real you know yeah
0: yeah and uh, well and you actually just stopped it right on a brilliant Freddie Queen moment with the yeah. the, the volume swell of, of Suicide wonderful yeah. man so good
2: hey. don't do it don't do it don't do it yeah. don't do it don't do it don't do it
1: that's a fucking belter, that solo
0: <laughs> It's fucking so good That's uh, so good Yeah, it's a really fucking great solo I just love to hear, and I guess of course, everybody knows we are on the Queen official site, and right where you stopped it, we've got <laughs> Ro- we've got Roger about to play two of the largest toms known to fucking man. They're like they're like floor toms for your average drummer and, and maybe even a kick drum fucking mounted. <laughs> Cause he's fucking
1: Roger Fucking Taylor. Just imagine is, is, is fucking drum frame, must, must, they must have had to sandbag it down to keep them <laughs> <on> tipping.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, roger the, the stage is listing a bit to the left. Do you mind if we if we lose a tom off the right side of your... <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, you know, fuck off.
2: <laughs> Don't put your neck on the line Don't drown on me, babe
0: Don't do that. yeah we haven't talked about the uh the cool acoustic guitar that's happening in mm-hmm. the the intro or the early parts of the verses all of the early parts of the verses have brian doing a few little acousticy things and they're all super fun they're all super cool little little noodly, just little kind of neat things he does yeah turns out brian's a pretty solid guitar player
1: i love how John comes right up on the fucking neck too to play that little Yeah little twiddle twi- twizzle right at the end, right? Just... Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah Don't
2: do that. You got a good
1: That bass—it's just this song's just all about that fucking bass for me. It's it's, it's really so good. fucking good,
0: really good. And you know, uh it's funny that it's it's great. You stopped there because I was thinking too, because I was really really listening hard to to Roger's snare. Like I mean, just the snare itself in its mm-hmm. tone and how it sits in the song and and the verb and all these things that I would normally listen to if I if I was maybe producing it. And yeah, man, really 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 good. Sounds really great, plays so well, and 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 the bass. I mean.
1: The, the production on
0: this is 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 the best, man. The best, yeah. the best
1: of the best, just immaculate. And it's that thing too, where you know we we talk about this on the on the Van Halen show. Where I, I always like the Van Halen songs with. I space. don't. I
0: don't talk about this on the Van
1: Halen show. <laughs> you don't talk about anything. You don't know the Van Halen show. We've got to get you on there sometime. That'll be a hoot. But but that idea of space and songs, right? And this song, this the, the whole album is they've, they've scaled all that back. They're not going full bore on fifty different guitar parts and. 67 part harmonies and everything else that we love in Queen. But on this album, you take it all back to basics, and there's so much room on this album that you, it's just you can hear every single note John plays on this entire record, you know, yeah. which is not always the case. So, yeah, yeah, really good.
0: It uh, would be nice to know if those are real hand claps or mm-hmm. uh, a machine. Uh, they sound they sound like a machine, but that doesn't matter.
3: I
1: think they might be hand claps, Randy. I think they might be real. I don't see any synth anywhere near track seven,
3: so my guess is that it's that they're real.
0: It, it could be, I'm not, I'm not going to say no, but you know what? Well, gosh, there's just so many variations. They, they just don't kind of sound quite slappy enough to right. be, uh, recorded. I mean, of course you could make them sound like that. So uh, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But to me, they sound like a, uh, like a, a, a hand clap off of a, a, an 808 or something like that.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. Entirely possible. I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything, Randy, you know?
1: Neither do I.
0: I know and I know less than you so <laughs>
1: okay well you do know this song but should we give it another quick listen through just to see if there's anything we missed or do you want to go should we go straight to the voting? what do you think I can I can vote yeah me too I'm ready
0: all right Kev so I see you over there just it just seems like your brain's just really ticking and talking and ooh, there's a there's a small looks like a small flame oh a little bit of smoke well Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, I see your daughter just put that out. Oh, good. Good. Thank goodness. Okay, so yeah, lots of thinking over there on, on Kev's part. And uh, so my question to you, Mr. Brown, is don't try suicide. Is this a champ? Or is this one bite the dust?
1: This is really tough.
2: We are the my friend.
1: For you, Randy. Less thinking. There's no smoke or fire coming out of your head. For you, is this one of the champions, or does it bite the dust?
0: Ah, it's an easy one, man. We are the champions, my friend. Okay. So, do you want to go first? Because you seem yeah. to be the more reluctant of us. So, uh, yeah, go for it, man. What, what's what? your What's your thinking? What's your thought process here, buddy?
1: Okay, well, before I dig into anything else, let's let's just let's clear the elephant out of the room and, and let's talk about the lyrics, right? Because this is the this is the lyrics of the problem that people have a problem with the song, have a problem with the lyrics, and I and I know why. I do know why. In twenty twenty four, the line "Don't try suicide, nobody cares." "Don't try suicide, nobody gives a damn." Right? I mean, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it is one of those unfortunate universal truths that we are all small individuals, and the world at large doesn't stop when one person dies in any means, in any way. No. No, it's but it, it's 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 a bit tactless, and it was part of a you know again, it, contextually, it's a it's it's black humor, it's a joke specifically about someone who probably didn't appreciate it, which you know that's that's a separate discussion. But I don't think it was written from a place of malintent. It wasn't written from Freddie trying to minimize or trivialize suicide. It was just a bit. It's just a bit hamfisted the way the way he went about it, right? And it's maybe one of those in jokes that could have just stayed an in joke, but I, you know. I, 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 I didn't know, I didn't really know it was dark humor or that it was problematic when I was fucking seven or eight or nine or ten. I just liked the swing and groove of it and the lyric was just a bit silly to me. I just thought it was a bit silly more than anything else. What, how about you, Randy? When you were younger and you listened to this, what was your take on it?
0: Well, this song really never really came to my attention until I was more like, say, maybe 17 years old. So Right. Um. But yeah, we never, ever, ever took this seriously uh you know i i you know i guess i'll have to speak specifically to myself but mm-hmm. i'm sort of assuming the the, the people are, that are around me we, we never took this as a as a serious song uh
3: and and they're gonna think
0: because i think we've talked about this before where now we're trying to hold uh, uh 1980s lyrics to 2024 standards Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in what what's happening in the world today and how we treated mental health in the 70s and 80s versus how we handle it now and in the 70s and 80s what we did was you know we punched down into a into a little paper bag and we ground it up and we and we buried it and we just you know Mm hope that nothing ever came and now and now we hopefully hopefully we can talk about things and we can bring things to light that need to be brought to light But when I was a kid of that age, I, I, it seems to me that we sort of got the dark humor of it. Uh, and you know, I mean, don't try suicide. You're just going to hate it. That's what we always always thought. That was like, well, I mean, of course you're going to hate it. It's terrible. It's so that's, that's where we always thought that was, that was kind of the gag. Right. Right. You know, don't try suicide. Nobody gives a damn. Don't, don't, don't try suicide. Uh. Yeah, nobody's worth it. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's positives and there's, there's minus minuses in all of it. Yeah. But yeah. I would say the original tension is what we have to go for. Uh, and like you said, whether, you know, it is, a, 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 a scorned lover. Uh, and so however you feel about that, that doesn't matter. Uh, take it in the context of the day. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, I think it's
1: all right. Yeah, I, I think
3: it doesn't make sense.
1: The, absolutely, yeah. I mean, then again, look, I know that people are going to def, definitely disagree with us on this, and I, I, you know, when we get to the to the voting on whether the polls are going to turn out, I'm not convinced this one will come back positively because there's there's this connotation and there's this millstone that hangs around it, around its neck. One of the issues I definitely have with one of the issues for me as well is that I've loved this album, you know, almost again almost my whole life. I was seven years old when it came out. I've been listening to this record. It's just again, it's it's just fucking part of who I am. As much as Rocket Prime Jive or Sail Away Sweet Sister or Coming Soon or any of the tracks from the game. So I've I've really struggled to disconnect loving the song for so long from being, I hope, a little bit more enlightened and a bit more sensitive in my my 50s. (laughs) So, you know, and again, I think that our listeners are rational, sensible people and, and, and I hope that they get that we're not, we're certainly not, again, we're not saying that it's okay to joke about suicide. No, in, no. In, in, any, in any sort of sense. And I think that, again, I, I, maybe, maybe I'm justifying this to myself now, but like you said, he's not, he's not joking about suicide. He's, he's, he's highlighting the, the, the silliness, I think, of especially when it's over top, because again, over top of this music. And that's the other problem, is the music is so good. That so catchy. And... It's, it's hooky. It's brilliantly played. It's four fantastic performances. The, the vocal performance in this song is off the chart good and it's not belting and it's not doing all the gymnastics that we know fred can do but the precision that he hits every fucking single line in this song is just a masterclass in in vocal performance
0: yeah i guess the thing too is i i I know you're really feeling a sense of obligation to say and sort of do the right thing here kev Mm -hmm. and that's admirable and 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 so do i but at the end of the day we didn't write these lyrics this yeah. is not me and you saying this. This is just you and I talking about this. So I don't think we have to get, I don't think we have to get so in our faces about, about, about how, about how it might affect the outer world. Because, uh, all, all Queen fans know the song.
3: Yeah. Some of them are going to like it and some of them are going to hate it. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. it's like, you know, we, we've talked before about you know, sometimes you'll say to me, I just don't like the song. Yeah. And that's the thing with this song. I just like the song. I just, I like how light the music is. I love that, you know, and, and I'd never really connected it with Walking on the Moon at all for some fucking reason. I love Walking on the Moon as well. And of course it's got massive som- sonic similarities. Um, in the verses for sure, yes. In the verse, for sure. And I, and I love the sort of the rockabilly type of thing in the, in the, in the chorus. I, the music mm. is, take the lyrics out and just as the music, it's a superb piece of music. Um, and I think that's one of the things that pushes it way over the line for me, is I, I I just, I like the melody, I like everything about the song, I just, in my older age, I can see, I can see where the problems are. And I'm not saying that anyone should, you know, think anything either anyway. Like, no one's yeah. right or wrong on that subject, it's how it affects you, it doesn't, I mean, I'm very, very lucky that I haven't dealt with that subject in my life, no one's ever, you know, so... I, <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't impact me the same way as it's going to do someone else, right? So that maybe I'll just, I'll leave it there and, and say that about the lyrics.
0: Well, I think it's a good place to leave it. A bit of a,
3: a
1: fucking downer song to get, I mean, I knew this song was going to be challenging to talk about, mm-hmm. just because, again, just because of the subject matter, and there's there's no really good way to end on a light note in this episode. So I don't know, I don't know where we finish this one up, but what we should do before we go any further, and and, and maybe we'll have something else to say is, We should try and figure out how people are going to vote on this one. Um, I went first, obviously, so I think I get to guess first, right? Well, I think so. Okay, so i I know I've seen lots of negative comments about this song in like our little community and in the the wider sort of Queen and the other podcasts that I best of follow on socials. So I suspect this is going to come back negative. Um, I don't think it's going to be down at the. Floor. I don't think it's going to be sort of Delilah level, but I think there's going to be enough people who just can't get over the over the lyrics. And that's like I said, that's absolutely fine. If if that's just too much, then you're, you're right. You know, no no one's wrong in their opinion. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go 40-60 on this one, Randy, because I think it's going to be wow. fairly. I think it's going to be fairly heavily wow. negative. And again, just, well, I don't know though. I don't know because I mean, maybe there's going to wow. there are going to be people who feel the same way me and you do where we we have a different connection to it and we can we can view it through a a specific sort of maybe maybe it's a bit myopic the lens we're looking at it through but maybe there're going to be other people too so I'm going to go 46 and we'll stay with it
0: okay yeah okay so i have to be honest with you i didn't really i didn't really anticipate you or or quite frankly anybody having a real serious problem okay with these lyrics because i just never really was looking through it that way and I haven't listened to the song in probably uh whatever t- yeah. 10 plus years. Um so maybe maybe it's just maybe my maybe my uh maybe my idea is skewed but I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go
1: 60 40. either way okay yep. Okay, well Randy, you know I I, I don't I don't want to leave this on a you know we don't like leaving the podcast on a on a on a sour note. So I am going to ask you an emergency question, but it's not a completely ridiculous one. So I am actually going to ask you an interesting emergency question from uh, Richard Herring's fabulous, I think second or third book of emergency questions. I'll be the judge of that. Well, you judge away, sir. Okay, here's your question. If you could take one item from any museum or art gallery in the world, you know, all the art, art gallery people and all the, uh, the museum people in the world have got together and said, you know what? We really like that Randy Woods guy. He's a hell of a guy. He's a good musician. He's a, he's a good friend to all Kev there. And we're going to let him take one thing. Should you like to take one thing from any museum or art gallery home with you? What would you take?
0: Oh, man. Well, I, you know, maybe that's not that hard, right? I mean, because uh, I'd probably just take the Mona Lisa and then flip it, man.
1: Just interested in the money.
0: Just flip it, yeah. No, no, it's not, yeah, because it, it's yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Uh, what about
0: you, Kev? You, you got something in mind? Well, you like you got some uh, Monet? You'd like to, to oh, grace? fuck Monet, man. Monet, grace, fucking... grace the grace the your suburban basement with.
1: I I can't stand Monet. I mean, I know a lot of people love him, but all that impressionist bullshit. It's just,
3: I, it's just washed Picasso? out,
1: boring. Picasso, I like he's not you know, okay, watched. so what is it? It's, it's, well, my the piece of art and I, I've actually seen it um, in person live, and I was thrilled when I got to finally see it in the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam. Is the Night Watch by oh. Rembrandt? Nice. Are you familiar with?
0: Yes, I. Gosh darn it! Most, I mean, so first of all, I have actually seen the Mona Lisa in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not that impressive, really, is it? <laughs> extremely underwhelming. You, you know, I watched it. I looked at it, I watched it. I looked at it with, uh, you know, 4,000 other people. Yeah. It not, you know, obviously the exaggeration, the room holds t- two to 300. And, and I couldn't take a picture of it without the flash of somebody else's camera. Yeah. And, and you know, I got up close and I'm like, it's like, I don't know. So if you're at the Louvre, Paris, there's probably literally 25,000, thousand other paintings yeah that are just as good if not better in so many ways yeah for sure more interesting and yeah anyhow that's uh i know as, as much about art as i do about graphic design
1: look i'm not i'm not an art buff by any means randy i just know what i like you know i'm, I'm one of those people like when i look yeah. at it
0: I mean, I like yeah, me I either too, like it either... and I
1: either like it pretty much straight away, or I don't like it pretty much straight away. You know?
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm
1: I'm not that different, but I but I, I have zero knowledge. I should bring up for you this. So this is the Night Watch by Rembrandt, as I'm showing you here. This oh, is the high yeah. res version, so you, and it's I don't know, it's it's gorgeous, Gosh, it's I... fucking huge. And
0: where and where was this one again? Gosh, is I in might the, have saw in, this.
1: It's in the Rijksmuseum in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. Which you well, you've been? I'm sure you've been there, right?
0: I've been to Amsterdam thrice. Yeah.
1: What I love it yeah. is very Rem- cool. But Rembrandt painted himself into the painting. Uh, He's just peeking over the top of one of the gee soldiers. Gee monkey, is- hey? Yeah. So, and I mean, just the reason, one of the, I mean, the main reason I, I love this piece of art, because the, like, how would I know about this, right? So, my favorite author, Terry Pratchett, um, wrote a book called The Night Watch, and the cover is Paul Kidby's or Paul Kirby, I can't remember now, his adaptation of this piece right so it's it's so I, I kind of found out about it there realized or learned that it was a, a a piece of art and then saw the painting and man when i saw this in person you know those you know you and i are not we're not god people and but i still believe in spirituality i think there are experiences in life that that's the only word that really fits and seeing that painting it in person and being that close to it was it just incredible it made me it made me feel my my feel got agitated Randy. my feel got excited um, I, could have sat the there and that. I could have saying, sat there and looked at oh, that painting for two, three, four hours very, very happily. And I'm not exaggerating. So, yeah, there you go. Well, it is extremely
0: detailed. It is extremely beautiful. It's it's really
1: it's clearly a
0: masterpiece. Yeah.
1: It is. Clearly. It's beautiful. The only problem is if I were to be given this by the people of the museums and the galleries, I'm going to need a bigger bolt because I can't fit that in my house, mate. It's too fucking big. It's massive. How tall? Oh. How big is it? Ooh.
0: You, so you're trying to say it's not going to fit in your suburban Canadian
1: basement? Look, I've got nine-foot ceilings on my upper level. It won't fit up there. Ah. It's 12 by 14 and a half feet.
0: Hmm. Big Well, you know what we could do? Hmm. You know what we could do? If you did get it? Is, uh... And I'm talking about the original here. I don't hmm. know fucking reproductions. Mm-hmm. Nine-foot ceilings and it's 12? Mhm we'll just we'll split her right <laughs> we'll get a we'll just get a, a skill saw at first I was gonna say chainsaw, but I'm thinking no let's this is a precision thing so we'll get a skill saw and we'll cut it and then we'll like you know we'll we'll divvy it out so you'll night you'll need a and how wide is it sorry
1: uh fourteen and a half
0: okay so you're gonna need you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna need twenty nine feet uh and and
1: you know, so it'll, mm.
0: but I, but I really think that's the answer. So,
1: you know, what, honestly, even you just joking about cutting this piece up, m- m- st- <laughs> I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, It's a great uh, piece, man. I-, I love Rembrandt. I love his, we're getting, getting highbrow here, Andy. What is about his stuff is what I, what I found when I, when I, and especially when I went to the museum and, and saw more of his stuff, just the way he uses light and dark to really sort of accentuate the things that he wants to stand out and the things that he wants to push to the back. So it's the same, you know, it's almost the same as mixing a record, right? You've got to bring certain things forward and, and let certain things, right. And give things space and make sure that everything's not too much, not over the top, but you've got enough detail in there. So it's interesting. And I just think he's a master at it.
0: Well, any photographer uh, listening. Rudy, <laughs> our <pal> Rudy, <laughs> or Father Rutherford? Rudy, uh, it's all about capturing light. Yeah. It is. Uh, and same with painting, it's what what's illuminated, what's uh, what's not. And you can see in this painting there. Would you just shut down? That little Sorry. girl is is the brightest yeah. uh, thing amongst it.
1: Yeah, they have to take it down, and obviously they have to, you know, now and again they have to look at that. They're like, the, can you imagine the stress of that? Can you imagine no. if, if you dropped it? Like fuck that! I wouldn't, I wouldn't. There's no way I'm on that job. Yeah, no way.
0: That would be definitely be your last day.
1: Yeah. Do you wanna be on the team that uh, restores the Night Watch? Nope, no thanks. I'm good. Well, where
0: was that? What was that? It was a few years ago. Some woman was trying to restore some.
1: Oh yeah, the painting disease. of Jesus.
0: Oh, <laughs> fuck me, that is so
1: fucking good. So it was literally just a blob. Like even yeah, even oh. if you have ca- even if you have cataracts, and glaucoma <laughs> in a fog from fifty yards, you're still gonna go, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty rich, man. I love it.
1: All right, well, have we done enough, Randy? Have we, have we potted satisfactorily? Look, Kev, I'm trying to fucking pot over here. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Get your own, you fucker.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what, Kev? I think we've fucking done it.
1: Well, there we go. A rather challenging song to talk about. And hey, seriously. If you're ever having suicidal thoughts, uh, please reach out to someone. You can always contact The Samaritans free of charge on 116 123 or by visiting their website samaritans.org or reach out to any one of us in the Queen podcast family and we will do anything we can to help. Uh, Look, we know this song is challenging for a lot of people and we hope that we explained our reasoning for our votes this week. If I were to title this episode, I'd probably call it Nobody's Worth It or possibly Don't Do It. We really do appreciate you talking to us on social media, so check us out on Facebook and Blue Sky at Seaside Pod Review, on Twitter at Queen Seaside, and hey, why not join our brand new Discord server? We'll be back next week to talk about another song from this fantastic band.
2: Here's Kevy.